Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. Happy Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it is that you are listening to this. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. I hope, uh, man, January is almost done. So here we are, one twelfth of the way through 2024. Um, today, I want to speak about creating a powerful vision through the lens of the Enneagram. So what I'm going to be doing today is offering how each type on the Enneagram ought to consider how they might want to create a powerful vision that's truly aligned with, honestly, with who they are. And uh, yeah, I hope it's helpful. So before I dive in, uh, let me speak about what's here. What's here? What's here is a feeling of trust. Um, probably, probably greater trust than I've had in a long time. Um, and trust in this like. Uh, trust in this feeling that all will be well and that I will be taken care of and I've always been taken care of. If you listened to last week's episode, um, I shared a little bit about that. That's what's here right now, although this morning, before recording this, um, yeah, the sort of ego was at play. Uh, I woke up great, feeling really grateful, and then as I started to get into the rhythms and routines of the day, you know, getting up, getting ready, getting the kids ready, dropping them off to school, it was my morning to do that today, and um, I started to feel like the body just wanted to like try to get ahead of things, like I was like left behind or something, like I was behind where I wanted to be. And so the body was like wanting to get ahead of it, you know, and then all of a sudden I felt like a a frustration rising up. Like, ah, now I'm like left behind. I can't get ahead of it. And if I can't get ahead of it and because I'm left behind, I'm going to be not okay. I'm not going to be okay. And all of this was happening this morning. I was like, oh, there's too much to do. I got to get all the things. And then like, I'm sure my kids felt it. And so they were like, dad, like, you're not here. Like, it feels like you're just wanting to get through this thing so you can do what you want to do. Uh, So that was this morning. And then, you know, I just, I try to be present with all of it. And I try to sort of just not hide that from the kids. (laughs) And I just told them, I was like, dad's taking deep breaths. Dad's taking deep breaths. I love you guys. This isn't about you. This is about me. I'm taking deep breaths. And so I was able to track that and name it. You know, in, in the the school that I was trained in with the Enneagram, there's this offering of notice, pause, and allow. So I was able to notice it. I was able to pause. What I do is sort of name it. You know, I know my triggers these days. So I was able to really name it. I'm like, oh. The feeling of not going to be taken care of. I'm not going to be okay is here. Okay. So let me just 
pause and allow that to go through and and then I was back um, so that's what's here and now I'm back to trust and uh, yeah let me talk about vision powerful visions using the Enneagram uh, first like a a, a subtle um, distinction between visions and goal so for me vision is like this comprehensive feeling that you get when you've named it right vision isn't about goals like goals to me are sort of more objective um, they're more specific right like i want to make 50k months or i want to have this percentage of um, a raise or i want this promotion or i want to create a business that has this kind of uh, customer Right. These are some goals that I work with with my clients, and that's that's great. But the vision is more comprehensive, right? It's a it's a full body feeling where you just kind of like, oh, that feels good, right? That vision it just has this feeling that lands just deeply in the body, right? And you know, and when I do this, we kind of work with with my clients we talk about the circumstances like what's happening who's there tell me about it and all of that through our work together the circumstances and the goals could change but when we find the feeling when we really like hit that note that becomes the the thread that becomes the same throughout right vision vision begins with the feeling in the body and maybe it might start with like something that isn't sitting well and then imagining what the circumstances need to be and how that might make you feel right. That might be part of the visioning process. So that's what I aim to convey to you today as, as I um, talk about each type is, is the vision, the feeling of the, of the vision for each type. All right. So, with no further ado, let's begin. So I'm going to start with the, the body types, the body centers, types 8, 9, and 1. Um, I'm going to start with type 8, the challenger, also known as the challenger. How to create a powerful vision if you lead with a type 8. Shout out to my wifey. Hey, girl. Hey, baby, <laughs> who leads with a type eight. Um, so type eight, the challenger or the protector. So the lie, the, the thing to remember, I'm going to start with the lie, right? The lie that eights believe that the eights, yeah, the lie that eights believe growing up, right? The thing that all of a sudden they start to believe is that weakness or vulnerability is not okay in the world. Right, this feeling of like I'm weak in the body. This feeling like um, like, like I'm, yeah. This is like vulnerable here. Like if I let this be seen, like it's not okay. And because if I do, I'm gonna be eaten up, or I'm gonna be destroyed, or I'm gonna be like, it's just not okay. I cannot show that. Because if I allow to show that, my if I, if I allow that to show, I'm gonna be destroyed. And so the ego structure said, um, the type said. Let's be strong, right? Let's 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 make sure we 
don't allow this to be seen because we don't want to be destroyed so let's operate into the world as if we're strong we're empowered we know what's up right there's this full body feeling of our presence um that's so unique to the eight let's make things happen so vulnerability won't get the best of us which is which is great right that's that's the that's the gift of the eight right that's what i love about eights and then as we integrate the truth is the forgotten truth is that tapping into your vulnerability is actually the true act of strength right tapping into that vulnerability that's where the goodness is right and that's what i invite eights to step into as they create a powerful vision for themselves is like feeling that part of you that might be betrayed or destroyed sitting with that in your body can provide if you let that move through it can have this feeling of relaxation right so whatever it is that you're up to in the world the vision is how can i channel my strength this thing that i know of me how can i channel that in service of vulnerability so goals for you might be the things that you're already up to and the vision is like where can i open myself up here more and show sort of my more vulnerable side and maybe for some of you it's making a request of your boss of your friends of your colleagues that means something to you right maybe it's like you know i I actually want to take more leadership here. This part means something. I want, I want more responsibility here. Or maybe it's like, um, you know, this thing that I've been doing that, that you think I like because I'm, I'm quite good at it. You know, I'm, I'm strong, right? That's my, that's my thing. I, I, uh, I don't want it anymore, right? And you can feel the vulnerability in that because an eight might think like, Oh no, I'm going to be perceived as like weak because I don't want this anymore. When in reality, like that might free up some energy for you to be really, really committed to something that fires you up. So again, that vulnerability, leaning into that, admitting something that you don't want, that you, you want to offload um, or maybe ask for help could get you more aligned with where your energy needs to go in service of what you're up to in the world okay type nine type nine which is the peacemaker or the mediator the lie that nines believed is that in order to be seen or in order to feel like they matter others other people's needs or feelings need to matter first and so if they assert themselves asserting themselves might like might rock the boat so it's not okay to do that because it's not okay to do that. It's not okay to to assert what's important or something that means a lot to you, right? That's the lie. Because if you do, you might burden people, right? That's the lie that the nines believed. And so they, they learned, because of the lie that they believed, they learned to take care of others people's, other people's needs, to really like um, sort of be this mediator, you know, this sort of peacemaker, right and that's the gift but the truth is if you lead with the type nine you matter your presence matters your opinion matters your voice matters and it always has this is what makes you a natural leader so create a vision that allows you to feel good in your body 
because you believe that your presence matters. To find areas in your life where there's an invitation to assert what you want. Maybe in in your in your relationship, in your marriage, you know, you've been holding back on on maybe some traditions or you've been holding back on how you want to spend holidays a little bit or something like that right or maybe you've been holding back on asking for time away right so assert some things that where you're like oh actually like if i if i asserted that i want this it would feel really good for me right maybe professionally you want to assert yourself on a project because it means a lot to you like you think you have an actual voice here but you know you've you've sort of empowered others first because that's that's who you are you sort of empower others to be the leader but there's a part of you that actually believes like actually if i take the the lead here it's going to be even better right so that's the invitation here is to assert to let your presence matter right and it might <laughs> It might mean that there is this feeling of conflict, <laughs> this tension, right? But peace, to, to, to actually, you, you want peace, right? Peacemaker, they want peace. So the thing to remember is like peace isn't about the absence of conflict. Peace is about being able to be authentic with what you want, to, to, to express what you want, right? And, and... And that becomes a part of what peace is, is, is your voice being in there. All right. Okay. So next we got the type one, the reformer, the reformer or the perfectionist. This is the last of the body types. So type one, remember that the lie you believe, right? The lie that ones believe is that they are not good enough, right? Or the world is not as it should be. There's something just wrong, you know, or, or corrupt even, right? Something wrong with the world or there's just something, you know, again, ones are in the body type. So the feeling in their body is just like something's never quite right, right? Something needs to be just a touch more this way or that way to be right always and it's like this it's what they call it the inner critic because it's this constant hum i'm like uh something's just not quite right and it's up to me to make it right that's the lie right and so because that that was the lie that the one believed they thought it would be up to them to make everything right and they thought it would be up to them like i can't make any mistakes i have to be you know perfect I have to make it all right, and it has to be perfect, right? And the truth for the type one is that, oh my goodness, my dear friend, you are good enough. Oh, you are so good enough, and you've always been good enough. And the world is as it should be, right? The the imperfections of it, Oh, all of all of the things wrong with it, like in the unfolding of that, there is this beautiful perfection that's always coming about. And it's not up to you to make it happen. Right? All will be well, and you can just sort of relax in the unfolding. So the vision I want to impart to you is, is to embrace imperfection in whatever that is. Embrace not getting things right. Right? Embrace... Ah, the messiness 
I know it's hard, but but maybe there's an area in your life that you feel maybe a little bit too attached about, like I gotta get this right, I gotta get this right, I gotta get this right, or or you know things have to be right in the house, things have to be always perfect in the house, situated in the house, or or you know my my hair's gotta be perfect, my my makeup's gotta be perfect, or if you're if you um, if you're sort of more on the masculine side, maybe it's like you know. Um, uh, my life, my bank account, something is, is just not right, right? And and so there's a hidden unsatisfaction about it and, and tracking your frustration or even anger, tracking that. And, and as you look in areas in your life, tracking that unsatisfaction or that feeling of not quite right and learning to relax it and breathe into it. And on the other side of that, embrace this sort of playfulness, this messiness, there's, there's, there's a playful, playfulness in the mess, embracing celebration, right? And as you set goals for yourself personally or professionally, things should that, that stuff should be about progress. That, sh- that stuff should be about like finding out, um, oh, like I like this. Like, you know, there's it's not quite right, but like I can relax in all of this stuff and this stuff I really care about. Right. And so because your gift is you know what something needs to make it right right away, you know, the more you relax the the parts, uh, areas in your life where it can't be that, then you can really hone in your energy on on and and zone in with your gift of like, this is where I need to make it right. You know, And, and that kind of focused energy when everything else feels sort of relaxed and, and playful, is going to to um, unleash you. It's going to create so much more possibility for you if you lead with a type one. So the, the thing to remember here is making a positive impact um, means that accepting perfection is a direction. It's, it's a direction. It's progress. It's not the destination. And learn to celebrate each step you take. Okay, gang. Um, you know, I'm realizing I'm right around the time when I like to, to stop. I wanted to cover all types today, but I think as I'm here, what I'm thinking is that I will offer the the next six types or maybe just the next you know i'll do the heart center next and then i'll do the mind center after i'll do that in a bit in different bits and um yeah i think that's what i'll do next so i'll end here i wish you well i wish you um have a wonderful week um and that as you create visions for for what this year could be um yeah, may that may there may there be sort of a feeling of like uh oh, just it, it, things feeling good, feeling relaxed in the body as you create your vision. That's it. Sending you peace and joy and um, a path towards more effortless success. See you next time. Bye bye.